Good morning, folks. Juno Mayor Beth Weldon is here with us. And Beth, I had thought about you for a moment because I saw a recent headline in the paper regarding the need for volunteers at the fire department here in town. And I thought, have you seen anything like this before? Uh, indeed, we have. But first of all, good morning, Kevin. It's uh, always good to see you. And uh, Well, my apologies there. You know, I kind of <laughs> like jumping into it. No worries. And yes, uh, getting volunteers um, is always a challenge. And uh, right now, we just seem to be in a little decline. So they're getting a little fresh advertising out there to volunteers and pay back to your community and firefighting is a lot of fun and ems work is a lot of fun so if you're interested please get a hold of the fire department but yes it's been a struggle um people are getting more and more um caught up in all kinds of different parts of their lives and quite frankly uh, dads are more involved with their kids these days than they used to be a long time ago so uh hmm. in that way that's good but it just makes uh finding volunteers a little harder because people are busy hmm. A unintended side effect, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on a different note, we've wanted to know your reaction to Huna Totem being donated that waterfront parcel over by the Coast Guard building in downtown. Well, when I talked to Russell Dick from Huna Totem, uh, I think I said Christmas came early for you guys, and he <laughs> laughed and said, yeah, it was a little bit of a surprise to us, too, but uh, I think it should work out well. Um, they've done well over at Icy Strait, and um, we look forward to working with them, and uh, just so no one's concerned, the process remains the same. They will still have to jump through the same hoops. Um, we will still have the same conditions, um, the biggest one being that only one side of that dock will be used as a large cruise ship dock. Um, so we only end up with five cruise ships docked instead of six or seven. And that was part of those visitor industry task force recommendations, right? Yes, absolutely. That was part of it. And the other part was um, if that dock got built, um, that we would have a um, agreement with CLIA not to have any hot berthing because right now that's happening at one of the docks and it just creates for um, just additional people in town and... Uh, not only additional people, but the cruise ships here aren't here, the ones that are hot berthing aren't here long enough for them to go out like whale watching and that kind of stuff. So they're here for a short amount of time and not spending the amount of money we would like them to spend here. Mm-hmm. And so the Huna Totem CEO is saying it was a surprise. Were you surprised? Um, absolutely. So it was kind of a shock. So they kind of let us know on Friday before that uh, we were going to have a meeting on Monday and uh, they had some news for us, and then on Monday they let us know that uh, that was taking place. So, yeah, wow. kind of happened pretty fast, but uh, it makes sense. I mean, they've worked well. They've been partners together, and um, like I said, out at Icy Strait, and I visited out there, and it's a pretty well-run machine, and so we look forward to working with them. Yeah, I saw they also have big plans for a cloak in the Port of Whittier up there, too. Yep, so, yeah. yep, I think they'll just be a good partners, so... And it might be easier to work with someone quite a bit more local than NCL, just a ease of communication. Mm. And you'd mentioned they have to go through the processes, which I imagine are the permitting and the working with the planning commission, right? Absolutely. So the first thing I th- what we were doing with NCL was working on leasing the tidelands. Um, we were trying to obtain the state tidelands for the city, so that way that whoever, uh, in this case it was NCL, would just have to lease with the city instead of the state and the city because we own some of the Thailands and the state owns other Thailands. So that process is still going through and then they, like you said, they have to go through permitting and conditional use permits and that kind of stuff. So still will be plenty of opportunity for the public to weigh in and um, 
Um, I believe they kept the same architectural firm, so I don't know that that much will change, but we'll see. And I had this conversation a little bit with the chamber this week when they were on, and I wanted to ask you about this as well. What do you think of the overall possible development in that area of town? You've got you've got Huna Totem now with that property, and Gold Belt's looking to develop the Seadrome building over there, just a brisk walk away. What do you think of that overall development? Well, the plan is to continue developing there. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but we want to um, continue the sea walk through there for one thing. And it's just nice to see instead of big vacant lots that there'll be activity and some of the properties. I mean, we're looking at the NOAA property right now and working with them, um, just trying to get the old decrepit docks and uh, um, buildings um, back to things happening and make it more uh, increase the vitality of that area and um, which is one of the reasons we're looking at City Hall there so a new City Hall I mean I think that will be a pretty happening place so to speak and uh, it will be fun to see it moving forward. And there was a chamber luncheon yesterday with uh, Assemblymember Bryson and some architects from Northwind regarding the City Hall and I wanted to know your thoughts now that we've had some time to sleep on that presentation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, well, I've actually uh, seen the presentation a few times by now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, Mr. Bryson did a great job and, you know, lots of good questions, um, some about parking. Um, we, If we um, build it there and we put the 32 uh, spaces there, that will take... Um, Right now we have, I don't know how many spaces we have that we use for city staff. Not all, Of course, not all of our city staff has assigned spaces. I don't even have an assigned space. I'm fighting in the parking as everybody else. Not even else, the mayor? But, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but we will move our groups out of uh, like the Marine View parking lot and the um, parking lot by the library and stuff. So that will open it up to either the merchants of the area that are screaming to have employee parking for them or the general public who's also screaming for parking downtown. So, um Parking's a little bit weird issue for me because um, if you want to walk a little bit, there's usually parking spaces, but you, people bitch because they can't uh, park right in front of their place that they want to go to. So, mm. but uh, um, as far as the city hall go, you know, I think now is the time. I mean, um, we have set the bond package for $35 million. We've already set aside $6.3 million um, towards it. Um, so that would get us to the home for $41 million, but uh, we... Uh, did it a little bit differently this time. We set a price and said this is what uh, uh, designed to that price rather than design something and to the moon and we'll do that. Um, a lot of talk about the bond and um, right now our bond debt service is 1.2 and it's going to drop down in FY22, excuse me, FY24 to about 0.6. And I think we have capacity at that level and FY25's level to do both bond packages, the new city hall and the parks bond, without uh, raising uh, mill, the raising the uh, mill rate, the total mill rate, I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, with the 6.3 million, that gives a little leeway, so we don't need to buy all the bonds at one time. So this could be a lot of creative financing, um, and we could end up with. Um, a pretty uh, cool new building for a city hall, which is uh, desperately needed, and um, also a cool uh, uh, turf field and park package um, out at Adair Kennedy. So, and hopefully not raise your property taxes. To break that price down a little bit, the six point three—that's what you all had already uh, 
put forward towards the project. Right, we have already earmarked six point three million of our general fund towards the project. Yeah, and that thirty-five million—that's what's on the ballot. That's what's on the ballot. I think it's up to thirty-five million dollars. So up to, and there was some mention that that could be adjusted, where the building. some adjustments to the plans of the architecture of the building could be adjusted to fit that price. Yeah, so there's that is some confusion, and thanks for asking that question, Kevin, because nothing has been planned. Um, when the city staff wanted to do a presentation, they just asked an architect firm to do a loose rendering of a building so we just wouldn't be looking at a box. And so they just that's what they did. There's nothing in what they did that is set in stone at all. I mean, people are already excited about the double story window. Um, I mean, I saw that right off the bat and said that's a total waste of space. In my opinion, it would be beautiful, but it's a total waste of space. So nothing is designed at all um, final at all. And um, in fact, we... uh, uh, scolded staff a little bit and they said well that wasn't our intent we just wanted instead of just looking at a blank box you actually are looking at something and that's what uh, is there but again a lot of design work left to do but it will be a box of some sort um, I know that the architects are looking at having an entrance a little bit nicer than our current entrance that's a little bit covered so you're not standing in the rain as you're walking in the entrance and I think that's pretty good but everything inside is fair game and we're still looking at what we're going to do there before we put a rest to this topic and move to a break a concern was raised during that luncheon that by moving city hall over to whittier that the city is abandoning the downtown core do you agree or disagree with that sentiment um i'm gonna do both <laughs> uh, okay. i agree a little bit because we're moving a little bit further away but the same token um i think people are a creature of habit so if you went to get your coffee at heritage or sacred grounds you're gonna still do that um there's already been talk about um finding a way to get over there that we might which is a problem right now and we might end up covering some of those sidewalks um and at the same token, it, if we move City Hall to the Whittier, which is helping that area, the downtown corridor, the city new City Hall could become something else. Um, I'll give Craig Dahl credit because he came up with it. And he, after the meeting, he said, hey, what about uh, an open air market? I mean, that sounds cool. That would certainly bring um, uh, foot traffic to downtown. So um, there's things that we can do. And that's the beauty of what would we do with this building. We have no plans right now what to do with the city hall if the new city hall got approved. So there, And it could be all kinds of neat things. So we're just moving forward. Nothing in stone. Yeah. Nothing in stone. Fair enough. All right. Well, we'll go, we're going to take that break. We'll be right back, I promise. Now, I told you we'd be back, and we're back with Beth Weldon, the mayor here in Juneau. I, when I was looking up some of the documents to make some questions for the day's program i saw the assembly part of the website looks a little different what's municode (laughs) so yes when you go hit the assembly tab and you go down to agendas and minutes um, it comes up with the screen and it does say municode on it so um, it's just a different way of us to doing our agendas is the main way 
what's happened. Um, uh, it was pretty clunky before, and this is just one of the ways uh, uh, we have tried to make it easier for everybody. And I can say it's actually easier because I really struggled with the old system, and I was able to go jump right into this one, find an agenda. So our agendas look slightly different. Nothing, the content hasn't changed. They just look slightly different, but it is much, much easier to look up agendas in old minutes than it used to be. So hopefully uh, people find that change uh, helpful. Oh, here, here. Thank you. So the regular meeting on Monday was rescheduled to this upcoming Monday. Tell us about the ordinances up for introduction. I noticed a good handful deal with projects at the airport. So let's start there. Yep. So we canceled the meeting, the assembly meeting on the 22nd, but we did have some things, especially for the airport, that needed to be introduced. So we're having a special assembly meeting um, this Monday instead of the Committee of the Whole. And um, three of them are for the airport. Um, uh, a gate, gate three, uh, ramp improvements, and the float pond. Uh, we're also looking at um, a couple to deal with Telephone Hill. Um, one just a resolution to accept it from the state at no cost, and another one to uh, um, start uh, the capital improvement uh, project and see where we're going. And for those people that are living there, just remember it's all in the design phase, so it'll be a long time before we get move any dirt or anything. So Oh, on Telephone um, Hill? Yes, yeah. exactly. And then we also have an ordinance uh, appropriate money to purchase the family practice building, and that's a BRH uh um, money is coming from the BRH funds because that's what they want to do and take over family practice. And then um, also for the hospital, we're looking at a CT MRI replacement, an ordinance for that. And uh, we're doing a couple different uh, code changes. One is for the aquatic board directors, and the other one is for amending uh, uh, CBJ general personnel rules, and there's a few items on that um, that they were discussed at the HRC um, last night, actually. And then um, on our new business, we'll be looking at an appeal, which I won't talk too much about, but we have a, a supplement agreement uh, for the airport again. So lots of do with the airport. And then um, we'll have a staff report on update on Catholic Community Service. The hospice and home health care program is struggling quite a bit, so we'll be chatting about that. And then we'll also try and nail down our date for our assembly retreat because we haven't quite been able to do that. And uh, the Committee of the Whole will come up soon because the topics um, on that are... Uh, the what's happening with the gondola it's uh, coming across the Atlantic right now um, a little bit of talking about parking and we'll be uh, getting more information about the Huna Totem and NCL and uh, just a cruise season update um, small cruise ship birthing which Docks and Harbors was talking a bit about that and uh, keep uh ticking away at the short-term rentals. And also part of Monday, we are having a joint meeting with the uh, Planning Commission, and our topics are just a brief overview of a CDD to remind us and the public exactly what they do. They do a lot of things. People just think they do permitting, but they do actually quite a little bit. And then just a discussion on our priorities. And the main reason for that is um, as we go into our retreat, uh, we want to hear from the Planning Commission to hear... Um, what their priorities are and what we can do to make sure that things are running well in the planning commission. Um, for instance, um, 
we keep hearing that Title 49, which is our land use code, and um, the comp plan or comprehensive plan are very important to update both of those. And so it's just a good chance to talk to them and say why and what order should we be putting all of these things in. Um, so it should be a good meeting on Monday. And to clarify those committee of the whole topics, the the, the gondola, as well as a short-term rental discussion and uh, those topics that is that for another meeting yes or? that'll be on a future committee of the whole the next committee of the, the whole. committee of the whole topic so and to okay. be honest i couldn't tell you the date right off the top of my head well we got a date scheduled. for this one <laughs> yes. so okay so, and uh yeah monday is just a special assembly meeting where all those items are going to be introduced and we will be talking about we'll do we doing a joint committee meeting with the planning commission and then just talking about a couple items okay and on the planning commission you mentioned uh, title 49 and the and the and the comp plan What's what are your thoughts on making adjustments to those to those policies? Well, I think if um, developing land in Juneau is just getting harder and harder, there's you know the easy stuff has already been developed for the most part, and so Title Forty Nine um, allows different uses of land of land, and but it needs to be updated to uh, keep track of you know, what's happening in the real world, if you will. And um, so, yes, it needs to be updated. But uh, unfortunately, the Planning Commission is one body and they need to do all these other things as well, permitting, uh, conditional use permits, appeals. And so trying to figure out how much time they have to do all these things, that will be a big part of the discussion on Monday. Okay. And what's the latest on the negotiations with the city's unions? Um, so right now we have an agreement with uh, MIBA, which is our general um, city workers, and then the PSEA, which is the police department, and we are still in negotiation with IAFF, which is our firefighters. Okay. What, what about the uh, non-unionized employees? Um, they follow pretty typically with MIBA, so whatever okay. they are. And there's lots of reasons why there's non-unionized employees. So. Okay. And the Municipal League, the Alaska Municipal League, met recently, and I wanted to know what you were hearing. Um, You know, it's the same uh, stuff around the whole state, which is surprising. I think the only people that didn't complain about housing was Wasilla, but they're flat. But uh, everywhere else, especially in the southeast, is one of their biggest topics that they're struggling with is housing and what to do about housing. Um, Because, you know... The prices of houses in Juneau are very expensive, but they're expensive everywhere else you go and around Alaska for the most part. So that was one of the big topics of what to do with housing. So we just shared different things that we were doing. Um, and then the other big topic was workforce shortages. And I think uh, we've said before on the radio that uh, the city itself is uh, down roughly 30 positions, which is the most any of us have ever seen. So, um, And it's not because the CBJ is a bad employee at all. We're actually a fairly nice employee, and people work, enjoy working for CBJ. They're just as a workforce shortage. Um, we just got an employee poached from one of the other cities. So um, uh, it's just... It's a workforce market right now. (laughs) And I imagine at least reception was positive to the return of the cruise season, right? Uh, Very positive. A few complaints as always. We always are dealing a little bit with telephone, uh, not telephone, uh, air uh, helicopter noise. And uh, we also are dealing with uh, a little bit of congestion. um, And then I think one of the complaints I heard about, too, was a little bit of wake from some of the boats. But... um, uh, we're working through those, but uh, I think the common 
A number I'm hearing is we're back to about 75% capacity, right around 750,000 passengers. So we're we're pretty much on track with that. And if you go around and talk to the merchants downtown, of course, they're pretty ecstatic to see people. And it's just nice to see people in downtown. I mean, we talked about vitality of downtown before, and it's just a lot fun to uh, walk around and, you know, seeing people take selfies and say hey you want me to take your picture oh that'd be wonderful so it's just fun to see a lot of traffic down there it was getting to the point where i'd wonder when we'd start seeing tumbleweeds (laughs) exactly so well do you have anything you'd like to add madam mayor nope i think we're good so uh we were just at sitka for aml and there's a few of us going to southeast conference in ketchikan here next month so um and keep on your calendar because uh, I do that one. That September 11th is coming, and Rotary will have its annual present or annual ceremony um, at Rotary Park. Oh yes, the the 9/11 memorial. It's exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for the time, Kevin. And thank you. So we got August 29th. That's the meeting, and then we'll still look for a date for the cow. Exactly. Okay. Well, and thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. This is Kevin Allen for Action Line, signing off. Have a great weekend.